We simply aren't meant to run full steam 24-7, not even 12 of the 24 hours. So why are women thinking they need to? Or is that a false illusion? I work with women who struggle with feeling unmotivated or burned out and wonder what's wrong with them. Why can't I get ahead and do the things I want to do? They think, they say. And yet, they spend far more time bullying and shaming themselves for not doing more, more, more. Today, we're going to explore one of my favorite coaching concepts, honoring the time to push and the time to breathe. You're listening to The Brave Yes, the show where we explore the many brave yeses ambitious women must make in order to show up in this world more fully as you. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a coach for women who are ready to dig out from the rubble of shoulds and expectations and start being you without apology. So welcome. I am so excited to talk to you today about this concept. I have been loving everything to do with this concept for many, many years. I've talked about it in many different ways. I've talked about it in the concept of being and doing. I've talked about it in the phrase of rest and and motivation. I've talked about time management. But this is truly where my superpowers in coaching lie. So I have a lot of clients who struggle with overdoing. Well, everything, over over everything. (laughs) And I have a lot of clients who struggle with underdoing everything. I thought with the upcoming holiday season and a raging pandemic, This is a great time to explore this particular brave yes. My hope is that by the end, you all found a way to see how you can embrace both breathing and pushing in your life. So earlier this year, I became a a Brene Brown Dare to Lead professional, uh, trained professional. Um, So that means I have a lot of greater understanding of her work, the tools, the concepts that she that she teaches and promotes in her book. And so I do use a lot of these concepts in my coaching. And one of the things that she talks about quite regularly is this concept of being an overperformer or an underperformer. And I always love Brene because she tells it like it is and she says things in a way that I think, gosh, I was thinking it, but she actually said it. And that's what makes her so amazing and so real. So this idea of overperforming or underperforming is something that we struggle with every day as women, as busy, ambitious women, as women who are running multiple things in our lives. And if you are an overperformer, you are the person that is constantly showing up for everyone, doing all the things. And if you're an underperformer, you're the person who, t- who tends to lean back and kind of stay to the sidelines and not jumping in with both feet. Neither is right or wrong. It is just the way we are. 
And those of us who run on the anxious side tend to move into one or the other, depending on our personalities. I am by far an overperformer. I have overperformed in everything in my whole life, motherhood included, <laughs> my work included, what I make and create, all of it. I have overperformed in every area, but that doesn't mean there aren't areas in my life where I'm underperforming. There are. The struggle is real, isn't it? Well, I want you to feel like as we go into this holiday season, as we continue through this awful pandemic that has just created so much angst and uncertainty and fear and struggle for so many people we love and care about, I want you to know that it's okay to rest and it's okay to push and that you're gonna need to do both. I want you to also know that you are not alone in feeling like right now especially, but maybe always, you make a little progress and then you feel like you're taking three steps back. This is normal human behavior. Retraining the brain takes effort and time. Starting new habits requires effort, and patience. And I want you to start today, this week, especially this week, to really start to pay attention to your body's clues for when it's time to breathe, to rest, to be, versus when it's time to push, to act, to make things happen. This is the secret to momentum and motivation and greater productivity. Knowing when to rest and when to do is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. This is the brave yes of this week. So we simply aren't meant to run full steam 24 seven, yet every client that I have thinks that, well, I shouldn't say every, most clients that I have, especially those who are in the U.S., feel so strongly that they need to be running ragged 24-7 or at least, you know, 12 to 14 hours of the day because there's, you know, not when they're sleeping anyway, that they need to be pushing, 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 pushing. It is a false illusion that this is the only way to be successful in our society. In fact, I pride myself as being a coach with a superpower of helping you navigate this. I honestly feel this is my greatest gift as a coach because I am here to push you and I am here to give you that gentle motherly advice to rest. And so it, of course, since I work with so many women who struggle with this idea of overperforming and underperforming in their lives, in different areas of their lives, our work is all about finding this beautiful balance. So this week with the holidays, it's a great time to pay attention. It's a great time to listen to the clues your body is giving you. 
If your body is screaming rest, but your mind is screaming do, 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 go, 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 more, 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 then you need to give yourself permission to breathe, then push. Valerie Carr, a social justice activist and filmmaker, introduced this beautiful concept of breathe, then push in her latest book, See No Stranger, a memoir and manifesto on revolutionary love. I'll make sure that you have a link in the show notes to her book if that is of interest to you. This idea of breathe and push, of course, is really talking about racial justice work and social justice work and all the hard things we need to do to fight for in our lives right now. And as an anti-racist and mom, this is important work for me. And I always need to know when it's time to breathe and when it's time to push in my anti-racist work or in my social justice work. People have asked me how I managed to keep going year after year. I'm, you know, I'm, this is now 20 years of constant, steady work in social justice. But the key is not underperforming and then overperforming, but finding that balance of both and. I love a good rest. But for me, and I have said this to many of my clients, when an object stays in motion, when an object in motion stays in motion, right? So as long as we keep taking progress, we will make progress. We rest too much. It simply sets us back. The push is vital. We cannot and should not ever give up on racial justice or ourselves or our dreams or our goals. The push, though, can be gentle and loving, but it is a push nonetheless. On a recent client call, I was so happy when a client listed all the sweet, beautiful changes she's noticed about herself in our six months together. But my favorite was almost a shock because it wasn't at all what we had been working on. But she said she learned to mother herself better. Now, this is a woman who was trying to change her career. So a lot of our work was about being a brave leader, about showing up for herself in, and, and finding her passions. We didn't talk about a lot of self-care. But she learned how to show up for herself. And that was huge for me to hear. Right now in 2020, as things get harder as winter arrives here in the U.S. and many other parts of the world, it is really easy to want to choose breathing and comfort. And it's really easy to put off the brave yeses that we're called to do in our lives, to put them on hold. And maybe that is what you need to do. Or maybe what you need to do is push. Only you know. Only you know the answer. And don't let yourself off the hook always choosing rest because sometimes we'll do that. Those pauses and breathing space moments that we take for ourselves definitely help to fuel our passion for the things and people we care about most. 
when we take that time for ourselves, we will see love, energy, passion grow and expand. I always tell clients who are going to go take time during uh, to go to a retreat with me. Um, I haven't had a retreat in a while, obviously, but I've asked, okay, what is it that you feel now that you've been away from your family for a couple of days? And the first answer is always gratitude. Gratitude to go back to the life that we had. That breathing space gives us the energy that we need, the passion we need to return to the life that we are pushing in. This method of breathing and pushing is what I work with every session with my clients because it is the method to far greater productivity and momentum than anything else. No planner, (laughs) no planner is going to help you be more productive. It's an art form because you simply can't keep pushing through over and over until you hit exhaustion. You must give yourself permission to breathe, then push. And that permission is all yours every day. Use it wisely. In my upcoming Soulfully Aligned virtual retreat on December 13th, we will be doing a lot of breathing and pushing. I want to set you up to feel replenished and uplifted so that you have the energy and motivation to keep going, to keep pushing in 2020, as we start 2021, and to show up for yourself. The retreat begins with a 20-plus page workbook to use before, during, and after our time together, encouraging you with reminders to breathe and to push through your beautiful life. During the retreat, I will give you an excuse, permission, to put your life on pause to breathe, and I will give you the inspiration and wisdom to dig deep for the push you need to keep making in your life, to keep showing up for yourself. A link for the retreat is in the show notes or find it at seanfink.com backslash soul hyphen aligned. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of The Brave Yes. I look forward to sharing a few of my own big Brave Yes stories as well as stories from other brave women I know. And I, of course, hope to see you gather with us for the Soulfully Aligned Retreat on December 13th. If you like this podcast, please leave a review or share with a friend. For those of you in the U.S., I would just like to say I hope you have a wonderful holiday week. And remember, you are one brave yes away from being you.